0: And only Conrad has to sync because it's just uh yeah just two tracks, easy of use. Oh yeah, such a sweet edit, such a sweet easy edit this will be for Justin. Hmm. Sweet, sweet Justin. Sweet Justin.
1: Sweet Justin. Sweet Justin, who edits the show for us. Yeah. Is our producer. Hmm. Sweet Justin. Sweet Justice Juice. Justin. <laughs>
0: That would be a good wrestling name, wouldn't it? Yeah. Justice Juice. Sweet Justice Juice. Sweet Justice Juice uh-huh. Justin.
1: I think OJ Simpson brought out an orange juice called Justice Juice. No. No, that can't be. <laughs> it might be. It, it might could be. be. Might just be one of those post-apocalyptic tales you hear. I, I, I
2: remember he had that like reality prank show called Juiced.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. That was uh It nightmare. didn't last long. Man. No, well,
2: no. I think it was only available on like, tape. Yeah, <laughs> like... that's right. He like they made you. a blooper tape of O.J. Simpson quote-unquote pranks. Right. He would just scare you. He would just show <laughs>
0: up and be like, I'm here. No, don't, don't, don't stab, don't stab. I won't, I guess. I'm just
1: casual about it. It makes me glad that O.J. Simpson wasn't around in the YouTube era. Like that's wasn't, oh, when, he, yeah. wasn't when he hit uh-huh. his fame because like he'd be the first among us to have been carted off yelling, it was just a prank, bro. (laughs) It's just a social experiment. Ah, dear. Let's sync ourselves up for the show.
2: Jonathan was on Road Rules Northern Trail in 1998. Since then, he has appeared in precisely zero award-winning TV shows, blockbuster movies, or community theatre plays. We are here to fix this. We are here to make Jonathan off-road rules a star. Boston's favourite son will ride again.
1: Jonathan! Yes, Jim? Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan. Yes. Um, Normally we have you on a conference call, Jonathan, Mm. to discuss your fame... Or lack thereof? Or or should I say slack thereof? Because you're not picking up your end of this deal, Jonathan.
2: Uh, It's true. I mean, let's not- It's so true. There are two people in this relationship who seem to be moving in one direction, and there is another person who is not moving with the rest of the group.
1: That person won't even join One Direction. That would raise his profile, and he won't even consider it. Huge. It'd be huge.
0: I I know. Why haven't you
1: joined One Direction already, Jonathan? Gimme what give me one good direction as to why you've not joined One Direction.
0: Yeah, they I don't know if they'd have me. They're not uh from this country, are they? Aren't they European?
1: Jonathan I, I literally don't know. Jonathan, people people didn't know that if you jumped off of a cliff you would break your neck until someone did it. And now we know, so What I'm saying is you'll never know if you don't do it.
0: Joined One Direction?
1: Yes, because at one point, cave people ate all of the poison berries first, so we would know which berries were poisoned. If it weren't for their brave sacrifice, we would all be eating poison berries right now.
0: So, so, it's not brave unless I join One Direction, or at least try to join them? Well, it's certainly not pushing the boundaries of science. (laughs) so so we want to see if scientifically i can be in one direction whether whether those elemental mix
2: can you emulsify with one direction
0: (laughs) so i'm not just joining them as a joining their group i'm now like physically well you have
2: to integrate in with them i I mean that's you know physically like that you don't want a separation right to be caused as a result of integrating you into one direction
0: i think i understand i'm thinking of that movie society where they all form a blob of well-to-do nudes well-to-do nude people do you know that movie Mm.
1: that's funny you bring that up i got halfway through that film two nights ago
0: whoa what'd you think
1: i didn't get to the point where anything had happened
0: (laughs) yeah that sounds about right they saved their budget for the end so
1: i need to pick it up again Yeah, Yeah, I need to pick it up again to find out if anything happens. Oh, boy, does it. It's just most of the film seems to be a bloke running around going, Ah, my parents (laughs) are weird, and I think they're having sex with my sister uh, because of a cassette tape. And then someone died and I poked his face and it went a bit manky forgot
0: all of that yeah it's the last half hour where, where it all happens there's yeah, a uh, have to
1: there's a it. butt
0: oh. that grows a face and then smokes a cigarette and that sounds great uh, don't spoil everything though. i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry so sorry so i watched a so- film
1: called head of the family a few weeks ago
0: whoa what was that like
1: it was literally about a giant head in a w- wheelchair <laughs> with a family and he was there and even said it in the film so that you were under no <laughs> Illusions. It was anyone else that the film was referring to. He at one point says, "I'm the head of the family." No.
0: Oh no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a horror movie? A comedy?
1: It's it's a sort of B movie horror comedy, I think.
0: Where's the horror? Because
1: it's not scary. It's not scary or funny. It's the thing. It's mostly just bad. And Jacqueline Lavelle um, it exposes her breasts for her pleasure. About fifty times. Whoa! And I think that was the point of it. I think that's the point of. I think that's why most people hired Jacqueline Lavelle.
0: I'm trying to remember who Jacqueline Lavelle is. Is she the um?
1: She's in no film that matters.
0: Oh really? Is she in the, is She the alien in uh? My stepmother is an alien, or my teacher is an alien, or I,
1: I don't even know if she got that that high up. Like she did a lot of of even for B movies. Bad B-movies.
0: Ah, I'll have to look into that.
1: Head of a family, hideous, that one about three little mutants that live in a (laughs) castle. (laughs) That's a great film. I mean, it's not. I mean, Jacqueline Lavelle at one point wears a gorilla mask and exposes the breasts for pleasures (laughs) in the snow, and it looks really cold. But no, that's about a doctor who is like, I am a, a... a weird doctor, ha 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 I collect medical specimens and It really is like a, a weird Castle but, uh, Dracula kind of thing Oh, okay um, And then there's another guy called Na- I, I remember this guy's name, Napoleon Lazar Who wears these fancy blue suits And he undercuts him to buy Weird medical masks That was found in a bit of river And then Jacqueline Lavelle puts a gorilla mask on Does a highway robbery On Napoleon Lazar And steals the specimens and then uh they get taken away uh back to the doctor. Why were
0: the breasts exposed in the in the in the robbery?
1: Because Jacqueline Lavelle was playing the character. (laughs) She actually then spends the rest of the film wearing like dungarees. No no no, no, it's just a black vest, like a stone cold Steve Austin black vest. (laughs) And like pants, and that's it.
0: Wow. Does she survive?
1: Uh, yes, she's one of the only ones who who does because the little weird mutants come to life and then they try and appeal to them to come live with each other like the weird doctor and Napoleon Lazara talking to them saying, come live with me. No, come live with me. You are great. And eventually they, they the two men fight over who gets to keep them and then they pull a trapdoor just the little monsters and the floor opens up and they fall in the pit where there's acid. Oh wow!
0: So yeah. it's not the monsters; it's the acid that kills them.
1: Yeah.
2: This yeah. is a very, very simple, straightforward movie you're describing.
0: Yeah. No, no twists or turns.
1: It's total trash. <laughs> it's it's total rubbish. I've wasted a lot of time talking about something no one knows or cares about today. Oh, that's pretty interesting. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get right. I'm gonna cut right to the chase now, Jonathan. Okay. I'm gonna get right down to brass tacks. Oof. All right. The brassiest tax of all, made by M. Brassington and Sons. Sounds good. Oh, yeah, M. Brassington and Sons. They work primarily with brass, Jonathan.
0: Hmm, Brassington. So the name came first, and then they decided to work in brass?
2: Or did they change their name to Brassington because of their extensive and deep love of brass? Mm. Not
1: neither. You know how, like, sometimes people are called, like, Mr. (laughs) Mr. or Mrs. Smith. And it's because, like a hundred years ago and a hundred years ago their like dad their dad from them times was like a blacksmith, right right M Brassington and Sons goes all the way back. it's the only family that can trace their time back to when we were all fish and and it, <laughs> and their family claims to have been like the first um fish man tadpole to have made a trumpet
2: <laughs> oh okay so they are actually uh, originally musicians or, or musical oh, no, no, actors. No, no.
1: have you ever seen a fish try and play a trumpet it was fucking awful no musician was in Brassington they had to wait till we'd all turned into like monkeys before someone else could do it and and actually the first person to have done that was Chimpy Trumpeteer Oh, okay Yeah, Chimpy Trumpeteer went on to form the Trumpeteer family And uh, they grew up in the same area um, Kensington in London uh, uh-huh. As them So that they've lived next door to each other since Since uh, Neanderthal times, basically Right, since, yeah. since before since, since we had houses Right Since one of us thought, you know what would be a great idea? A roof because it's fucking raining <laughs> I'll get this big bit of leaf I think that's how they did it at first so I'll get this big bit of leaf and i hold that over me head but that's fucking annoying because I've hurt in my arms every time it rains this is this is monsoon season can't even scratch me uh, my fucking ass. and then they invented the word fuck at that time sure wow. obviously right the only way to deal with this is to get four sticks I'll get four sticks boff 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 stick them in the dirt Pop the leaf up on top. Oh, shit, I've just invented an ounce. Bananas McHousington, at your service. And then that's, of course, how the Housington dynasty started.
0: Right, after the Brassington, but before the Trumpeteers? Yeah. Okay, trying to keep track.
1: All of this is to say, Jonathan, I really think it's high time. We popped some tight Y-fronts on you and filled them with Colby Jack cheese cubes.
0: Why? No. Cheese is so smelly. I've had I'm in here in Philadelphia <laughs> with, with Conrad. Philadelphia
1: uh, the home of cream cheese?
2: Yeah, the home
0: and of And the cheese steak. And the cheese steak. And uh, it's the cheesiest town on earth. It it might be. I well, know.
2: Well, I mean you know, Wisconsin. That's you know, where they make it. They, they have real cheese in Wisconsin. We really only have like the the terribly fake stuff here. Well, the, I part. I
0: found out an authentic
2: Philly cheesesteak only has cheese whiz. Well, yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's well, that's what? how they eat it here. Is it's cheese whiz? You can get them in most places with American and provolone. It's bananas. Yeah. So yeah, cheese is all Whiz-whit, around me. This it, it sounds
1: smells. great. This sounds brilliant though, because you we've already established your Boston's favorite son, and next week we'll establish it some more when you're back. Back home, back in a Brexit Boston where you belong. But right now you're in Philadelphia, so we could make you Philadelphia's cheesiest fraud. <laughs> that covers all the bases. <laughs> Philadelphians love cheese, but also love cheese lies, like Cheese Whiz and other processed guff.
2: Whoa,
0: I, did, I would have never made that connection.
2: I mean, yeah, we're a really kind of a filthy, disgusting, horrible, like chud like people living here. Yeah. Uh, well so no. if we
1: if we fill your pants full of Colby cheese cubes and call mm-hmm. you Col- Colby John, then <laughs> then you'll fit right in.
0: Ah, uh, I, I, I I can't argue with that. Uh, I don't I don't want
1: to fit in though. I'm I'm leaving. Answer yourself this right before you. Before you ultimately poo-poo the Colby Jack cheese, and please don't poo-poo it if we're putting it in your pants, but before you decide to start sniping at the idea and complaining and grousing, ask yourself this, if you don't have Y-Fronts full of Colby Jack cheese cubes, why are Conrad and I blowing at your pants with hot air dryers?
2: It's a great question, Jim. Huh? It's a great question.
1: Why are you We got th- hair dryers, cranked up on max, and we're waving them around near the gonad area. <laughs> to dry the cheese? Why? To melt the cheese. Oh, I see.
0: Cuz you want it to be hot and and painful on me. <laughs>
2: You want hot, painful no, cheese on me. I, oh, no, no. Colby has a very, very low melting point.
1: Well, that's still going to hurt. Yeah, it's we're going to not... make it warm for you. Soothing and warm. Yeah. Simple it's, it's... and clean. It's the way you're making me feel tonight, Jonathan. And we're yeah. going to make you feel good and warm and cheesy. Yeah,
2: it's it's, it's, you... it's really more going to be about oil separation, I think. Yeah. And, uh, ah. and, and, I mean, it'll clump a bit,
1: right? The point is... Yeah. The point is is to melt all of the delicious, let me add, Colby Jack cheese cubes <laughs> to melting point, um, to a low melting point, so that they can drizzle through the legs. They they go through the leg holes, and they can watch them drizzle down your creamy thighs. Ugh. I welcome to the thighs. latest. Welcome to the latest <laughs> Olympic sport that we're coming up for. Another can, sport. Yeah, you're, we could do it as done. part of the Massachusetts games. Although at this point, this is the the Philadelphia One Athlon because it's only one game, so we call it the One Athlon, the Philadelphia One Athlon. Jonathan, what do you think about that? What we do is we Conrad and I are turning up the hair dryers on your dirty pants and seeing which leg the cheese rolls down and hits the floor through first.
0: So that's the contest. It's between. Uh, leg versus leg
2: okay. yes! leg, right leg. Uh-huh. Leg so-
1: versus leg. You have no idea what prize I've got cooked up for the winner, but this this is the point at which you're gonna hear this idea and think, yes.
2: I mean, I'm one hundred percent on board with this. Yeah. And I if I gotta say, looking at the evidence here, I'm going right leg. Oh yeah, he's looking at my legs. We're we're <laughs> we're right next to each other. He's definitely a right leg winner right here.
1: I'll take the left one. Okay, um, uh,
2: you're on, brother.
1: Yeah, Jonathan, this is the best thing that's ever happened to you. No, <laughs> no, really... you will say when I t- when I describe the prize, you will say yes. I am all in on the Philadelphian creamy leg cheese race. <laughs> I don't... It's... The
0: monathlon, the oneathlon,
1: the oneathlon. When we when we crown one of your legs the winner of the Philadelphian oneathlon. And that leg will be pampered and preened and adored and loved. We will wheelbarrow you through the streets while you raise your winning leg in the air, waving the foot around like the queen does her wave to all of the, all of the British scum. And you get to do that, and we'll put, like, uh, a, an anklet on you. So you've got a like, lovely, glinty, shiny little uh, ankle bracelet. And you wave your foot, going, look at me, Philadelphia. Look at my foot. I'm Philadelphia's cheesiest fraud.
0: <laughs> so I am sort of a puppeteer of my own leg. Sort
1: of, uh, you sort know, of, doing yeah. the voice.
0: Yeah. And my
2: other leg Ankle, lost, ankle, knee, knee. Ankle, ankle, knee, knee.
1: You're like knee, a cheesy knee. Jeff Dunham. <laughs> Although he's plenty cheesy because he's shit.
2: Well, and the th- I think the thing that's going to look so great about this is that we're not going to wash the legs at all. So the oh, cheese no. will have dried and adhered uh. to the leg. It's going to be like candle wax of cheese going all the way down your creepy thighs. Uh, unappealing. And I'm I'm hairy. I'm
1: hairy.
0: <laughs> So it's gotta be hairy cheese leg in the air, the other losing leg just still visible. No 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 explanation to the people as to why this one leg
1: needs no explanation. They're too guess... busy the cheering and laughing and wailing for the champion, throwing confetti at your leg. Be careful, some of that will stick to the cheese. Hurling rice at you like they do at weddings Just handfuls of it Handfuls of dry rice And they're just running up to you in the wheelbarrow And just pelting it at your head Wow
0: Because they're happy? Well it's tradition yeah That's, I... that's how they celebrate your victory
1: <laughs> Well they don't want to get They're not going to throw the rice Directly at the foot And risk getting it in the foot's eyes are they? I mean that's a prize winning foot So they're going to hurl it at your head my head. Yeah, so that the leg can enjoy knowing that rice is being thrown in its honour, but we don't risk damaging the leg. But I'm talking the whole time, I guess. <laughs> so I'm going. Well, then be... you might get a mouthful of rice, so you won't be going on. Yeah, Although I by the fold... end of this day, you will be well fed, believe me. Why is that? <laughs> well, well, what we do, we we take you on the wheelbarrowing of champions. That's what it is, the wheelbarrow of champions. I will have spray-painted it gold, like, maybe a minute or two before we dunk you in it. So we spray-paint it gold, quickly get you in there, um, because we're on a tight schedule. We'll bury you through town while you're, you know, waving your leg like the royal queen with its ankle bracelet. Then we wheel you into a barn, where the leg will be washed and soaked and fondled and kissed by handmaidens wearing like white clothes that you would imagine Greeks would wear in old greek times
0: oh like togas or or uh, to- stuff tunics? like that
2: togas yeah and tunics? like
1: tunics sandals um
2: gowns perhaps
1: leaves mm-hmm. in the hair oh sure okay This is the
0: nicest idea you ever had. A copy
1: of Percy Jackson versus the Olympians on a table next to them just to reinforce the whole thing. Uh, So, yeah, these ladies are, um, you know, they've got sponges, natural sponge, um, taken from the sea, freshly delivered from the ocean directly to this barn. Uh, They have, like, a big metal basin like cowboys have baths in. And you get to lie back on the hay-covered floor of the barn while your leg is soaked down and soaked up. And the handmaidens are all, like, like caressing it and giggling. Um, there are, like, harp music being played on a boombox. And, you know, they start licking your foot and, and rubbing you, the sole, sole of your foot on their face, just, oh, uh, oh, uh, down their neck, like, down their chest, ah. Uh, Ah, oh, like that, and it's really erotic. It's just my foot though? Like it
0: seems a little a little objectifying. Like they don't care about me, they just care about about my ankles and or they my They care one about ankle. the champion. They uh, are
1: worshipping the champion, the god of gods. The one Athlon and Tri <laughs> Cup winner.
0: So it is similar to what we do with our with our professional athletes, our Tom Brady's <laughs> yes! and our Gronks. We worship them. We
1: licked
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose <laughs> I we had Bo
1: Jackson. Book. I had that bow the... on bow. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Where he his talks his about autobiography
2: about being Bo Jackson. Yeah. 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 And he was licked
0: at yeah. least once. At least once. Sure.
1: So anyway, what they've done <laughs> is they've 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 washed it and caressed it and licked it and rubbed mm. it around on them. Oh. Um, you're loving it. No. They're loving it. Everyone's loving it.
0: I'm in a basin. My leg is being treated <laughs> like a, like a Wilt Chamberlain of sorts, a, a sexual basketball champion. Whereas my f- person, the part of me I consider I, 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 me, can we back
2: up a second.
0: Yeah,
2: you think of Wilt Chamberlain
0: as the sexual basketball champion? I thought he was. Wasn't he the one who had the most sexual? Sexual experiences? <laughs> I'm mixing up my basketball champions again. Well,
2: no, I mean, I mean that's probably true. It's just interesting that you think of him in terms of sexual basketball, not just oh yeah basketball. Sure,
0: yeah. I I don't know why I think that the way I do, but here I am, and I have to watch these people just use my body. Do I? Am I at least like? Do they're they using the... your body, it they're feels a bit... your leg. It, seems... <laughs> it feels a little bit like... They're showing adoration to your Like gam. when they were just cleaning me off, I, was... I thought, wow, this is actually generous. But then it turned into, you know, them putting their toes in their
1: mouths. And that's the feeling I was getting. Are you worried that if your left leg wins, everyone's going to see your Moby Tattoo? Is that what this is? No,
0: no, I don't have any. Because it'll probably
1: covered in cheese. It'll probably look like yeah. Moby's been vomiting cheese out of his eyes and nostrils. And so all I mean, of the- so
0: my Moby tattoo isn't just the word Moby. It's Moby's, no, it's Moby's
1: face. Moby's face on <laughs> yeah, your inner one... thigh, I, right. I've always liked to imagine.
2: Well, and that's, that's the other thing about this, is that since the cheese is all coming from the groin, I expect that the inner thighs on both sides will be completely coated. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, awful. I, we've managed, using a test run with mannequins, we've managed to get a lot of Colby Jack cheese cubes in a pair of wife fronds.
2: Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, it's going to look like a, a marbled over outline.
1: Uh. Yeah, but of course the, the 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 handmaidens have have washed all that off at this point, and they've left it all in the soapy water. We dump you back in the wheelbarrow. We wheel you outside. People move aside from the doors where they've been crowding around to look at you getting your leg washed and going, ooh, ah, ooh. What? Uh, they're, uh, they're still uh. feeling this
0: way. They're they are not yet over it. <laughs> They're, they are still thinking keeps... about the leg that had cheese.
1: <laughs> well, it just keeps getting better and better for them. <laughs> it just keeps getting better and better. They watched...
0: It's very hard to relate.
1: Right, not only have they seen the clash of the Titans, of the Titans, as they've watched your legs go knee-to-knee in competition, they've then gotten a parade from the champion where it waved at them. Then... They watch it get washed and adored by handmaidens. I mean, it's just classic
2: escalation.
0: I thought this just happened. So the way I was piecing it together, there's the there's the terrible, terrible competition where my groin (laughs) is fried and, and mutilated by cheese and hair dryers. Not great.
2: But then there's a parade where... Isn't I get, he
1: making it all about himself and not the really legs that selfish. are bravely competing? And Don't
2: I, get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I approve. I approve of the narcissism. You do? From the standpoint of you're going to need that in your celebrity career going forward. I think that's a very positive thing. I, it's it's kind of nice to hear you think about yourself. To a certain extent, but now we just need to focus that into, you know, expanding your career. You just need to be more open to the options.
0: Well, I mean, if this were about me winning something.
1: Oh, but it's your leg. But my other leg lost, so, like... Jonathan, you do win something for being such a good sport. I do? I told you, you'd be well fed by the end of the day. Because legs can't (laughs) eat, you get to enjoy winner's soup. The Soup of Champions.
0: I could just buy some soup. I could just skip the whole... Not
1: this soup. You can't buy
2: winner's soup. It's only for winners. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It's a prize. I could
1: just... It's not a consumable for the idiot masses.
2: I could just tell myself I
0: won. I could eat some soup and be like, good boy, you did it. Well, okay, that does tie into
1: you being Philadelphia's cheesiest fraud. But that just makes you a fraud. That doesn't make you cheesy. Uh, this will make you cheesy so you can then lie about having won the whole games yourself. Um, basically, you sit at a big table, like a massive table, the kind that you would see like Vikings drink mead from in Valhalla. And we sit you up on a stage and it's just you up there with a big table. And all of the plates and cutlery have been arranged all up and down the table by like servers who have been really patient with having to do all of this work, knowing it's just for you to sit there. And the waiters, like, surround you on the stage for about five minutes looking at you while you sat there on your own before they leave. So that we can all, sat on really bad rickety tables below the stage, look up at you and adore you.
0: Adore me or or my leg?
1: Oh, no, it's, it's all about you now. Oh, okay. The leg's been washed, the leg's been put away. You get to sit there you get to pick up two spoons one in each hand and bash it on the table saying ra 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 I'm ready for win soup ra 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 I'm ready for win the soup and then all of us down below are clapping our hands ra 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 he's ready for win soup ra 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 it's going to make him poop
0: <laughs> this is just so not like anything I would ever do <laughs> and I've then never the come servers.
1: Yeah? <laughs> the servers in. I would come close if I were next to a winner like you with all of your great soup. Um, two servers wearing full tuxedos, of course, in what I hope will be blistering weather, like really sunny, um, will haul the giant um, tub, we'll, we'll call it a bowl, the giant bowl of winner's soup, and then drag that across the Viking Long. They'll, they'll actually. One of them will get up on the table, grab the the bowl by one end, and drag it along the Viking table all the way to you. How big is this bowl of soup? It's about the size of a bathtub that cowboys would use. I mean, I'll go one step further. It is a tub that cowboys would use. I'll
2: go one further. It is a tub that cowboys have used.
1: Yeah, have used. It's a used
2: cowboy tub.
1: It's a tub that you've used, Jonathan. Or at least your leg has. (laughs) Oh it's from the bar how do you how do you think we made winner's soup you were there <laughs> for the creation process <laughs> So this is
0: old cheese and old me having been put in a tub this is what yeah what? but
1: it's not dirty because the water is very soapy as well oh. so we hand you the ladle and then you get to d- d- enjoy delicious winner's soup while we like have to sit there in, in the audience like peasants. <laughs> Eating steak. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: just so jealous.
1: So envious as you ladle a spoonful of spoonfuls of spoonfuls of winner's soup down your little like winner's gullet. So it's cheese soap,
0: body oils. Not the kind you you put for your body, but the the kind that come out of your, your body. Filth. Rice, probably, and was... about uh, yeah, about twelve gallons of it. Yeah, Ugh,
1: a bit of confetti as well. If you weren't careful during the parade.
0: So normally nobody sees me while I'm doing the show. It's the only time anyone has ever seen me. Conrad sees me.
1: I don't know. I
2: feel like he's kind of. He might be on board for this. No,
0: this,
1: this, this yeah. is not an on board face. It sounds. It? it sounds on the conference call like I can just. Hear him nodding and smiling at the idea? Right, right. It sounds no, to me like that's what he's doing.
0: Uh, I've got one hand pushed up against my cheek and, like, a... Deep
1: in thought. Like, no, really
0: considering the options. It's very much a lose-lose. You know
2: the, the face... Somebody makes if somebody's like. Just sort of like staring off into the distance, he is. Yeah, like. Um, yeah, 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 like, you know, really visualizing what it's going to be like when this succeeds and, and he is world renowned.
1: I'm trying to. When, when he is celebrated as Colby John, Philadelphia's <laughs> cheesiest fraud.
0: <laughs> why, am I, why am I a fraud? The only thing that's happened to me is I've been uh, mildly abused. Slightly washed and then poisoned, and no, no, nowhere in there did I fail to deliver the goods. I showed up and did what I said I was going to do. To call me a fraud on top of all of it seems somewhat <laughs> insult to injury, don't you think? I mean, you could have not poisoned me, uh, but you chose to, and then on top of that, you said, "And you know what? You're not even honest about it." You're not even truthful when you drink down your soup cheese.
2: Oh, right, because you'll be sitting up there saying, oh, yum, yum, I love this. This is so delicious. Why am I going to... What's in it for me? Why would I... This is how you become (laughs) Philadelphia's cheesiest fraud. Why do I want to be a fraud? Why do I want to... There's no...
0: Gain in that because uh,
1: from gain, there all no doors will open. open. That's right.
0: The cheesy fraud doors is no. Yeah, Come once on. people <laughs> are <laughs> aware that
2: you can pull off a caper of this magnitude. A caper?
1: <laughs> this, this is a. This is you, you a, this convinced this... everyone that the Philadelphia One Athlon is a thing. <laughs> all, to, all to get yourself some free soup. <laughs> it's, not, it's it's when people uh, hear of that. That heist. They're going to want you to plan all of their
0: robberies. So the only, I don't know where the cheese came from. So you could, you could say I got some free cheese out of it. Other than that, it is pure profit loss. I mean, I'm, I've been cooked. I've been, uh, rice faced. And then I've been poisoned with the soap soup. So no one's going to see, sorry to, you know, there's like a quiet in the room. People are like, oh, he's really defeated us. He's really won this round, is what you and Conrad are thinking. There's no way we can convince him this is a good idea. Uh, and I'm sorry to do that. I'm sorry to de- de- deflate this comedy podcast with my serious an- analysis an- analysis of this. But it's, it's not going right.
1: to work. But Jonathan, there's one thing you're forgetting. The one thing that is going to blow your nincompoops argument out of the water. Nincompoops? Okay. Yep. You will be wearing a beanie with a propeller on it. (laughs) That doesn't... Boom! (laughs) I, uh...
0: I don't... All right. quick segue, because I'm here with Conrad in Philadelphia... Conrad, did you get the flyer talking about how if you meet in the park in Philadelphia, I think this weekend, to get in the furnace and melt down all of the food that has remained in your body since you were born, um, you're going to feel a lot better? Did you hear about this? There's a, a furnace... So they want a furnace.
2: They want a furnace. Yeah.
0: So I figured, Conrad, I should have asked him about this before we started the show. There's been flyers dropped off in people's mailboxes. You can check it out on Reddit.com and other places where someone's saying this weekend, and I'm going to be here this weekend, uh, to gather in a particular park. This just in, says the flyer in so many words, all the food you've ever eaten in your life is still in your body. And it is disgusting. You are disgusting. You still have that piece of steak. You still have that old Dorito in your colon. You are gross. We need to melt you down using a furnace and, and something else. And then we can after you're melted, we can get it. Doesn't this sound like, you know, something might be pitched to me, but this has been pitched to the people of Philadelphia.
2: Right now, I'm going to... That that people are going to climb into a furnace and burn away all of the food. Well,
0: yeah. So people are afraid that if they go to the park on this day, they will be killed because these flyers are straight-faced. There's no comedy. It seems like someone really wants to melt other people. Right. Yet. People's desire for notoriety is so strong that they're planning on going anyway.
1: They're gonna want to have to Instagram that shit whenever it exactly. goes down. Yeah,
0: they they can't not find out if they are gonna get melted by a stranger who's promised. So this is melt- real. Yeah.
1: Someone's really sending out flyers saying if they go to the park this weekend, they're going to get melted in a furnace so that all <laughs> of the bad food goes away. Yeah. And it says...
0: Uh, I'm trying to remember. So it's like uh, there's a, a bold line saying something like, aren't you sick of all the toxins in your body? And then a paragraph about how they're going to melt you. And then there'll be another bold sentence saying like, free for all, jump in the furnace. And then another paragraph. And at then at the end... Um, I believe the last sentence is please attend. So they're trying to be like polite. Conrad's trying to look it up on his phone to see if I'm No no, you're you're right. He found it. Yeah, the Steel Furnace.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be some sort of nightclub with a name like the Steel I Furnace. Don't, I
0: don't think so. I think it's a genuine mass murderer who Wants to trick all the, like a Pied Piper, the people of Philadelphia. Oh, okay, I have
2: read this before. Yeah, this is to inform you that all the food ate since first grade is alive in your body, especially the dead animal remains or meat since it was cooked alive and is alive in your body. Anywhere it goes now, you must go with it. That's 365 days a year from first grade to now. See, it's like sort of well
0: organized, so it doesn't sound like someone who's just babbling incoherently. It's like they, they really thought this through and... and Went door to door with these flyers and put them in people's mailboxes.
2: The, oh, the article goes on to say the only way to, quote, save yourself from the every which a way of being burned alive, end quote, is to, quote, become a solid steel statue by place yourself under anesthesia.
0: Oh, that's right. I forgot there was anesthesia involved. So you get numbed up and then melted
2: down. Metal can be melted in the bodies of people and animals mixed with the metal to become steel unable to be hurt.
0: So people might get melted this weekend. They're just gonna go with their cell phones, their mobile phones out, saying, "Oh, isn't this funny?" No, it's,
1: it's
2: it's not this weekend. It's the following.
0: Oh, but, I'm sorry. Yeah. The following weekend. I'm gonna I miss can't it.
1: wait that long. <laughs> I I'm <know>.
2: excited now. <laughs> right? Okay, we need to build a furnace.
1: <laughs> yeah, we need to. We need to. We can get right in ahead of this.
2: You want to
0: beat beat them to the punch? You want to get? We're it gonna done? send
1: out flyers for this weekend, saying. Come to the park for the hottest time of your life. Jonathan has had enough. Fuck you. Come try it with me. We don't care how much food is alive in your belly. We only care about what we're going to put in your belly. Parentheses, what? not a baby. <laughs> Come to the park and we will melt your mind and also your genitals. What?
0: So this is all me. I have to melt them. I have
1: to. <laughs> what, what? You're going to metaphorically melt. Yeah, them. Yeah, you're going meta- oh, okay, to melt. Oh, you're going to melt their hearts when when you find out what we're going to do. Uh, okay. Basically, I've got my mate Lloyd who hangs out down by the river, with with all of his. Um, we we'll call them friends. They're more like allies, but but anyway, we've got river folk coming. Uh, we've got a bus full of prisoners. That I've arranged to bring out on a day trip, to come out to the park. They'll, they'll have cops with tasers, but I'm sure they'll be fine with that. Um, a lot of people from Boston and Philadelphia's criminal underworld. It's sort of like a, a warriors situation. We got about thirty thousand hardcore members uh, coming down, all to see you. Wasn't the, did the warriors take place in Philadelphia? No, it, in it
2: was York in New York, Cup, York City. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. They're trying to get back to Staten Island. Oh, yeah. Coney Island. They're trying to get back to Coney Island. Coney. Mm
1: -hmm. This is sort of the the Philadelphia and Boston version of the Warriors, which is a couple steps down.
2: Well, it's it's interesting because New York (laughs) is like right between the two. You'd think that they could just like be there, but no.
0: Right. They they have to do the long haul, yeah. Yeah, well that's yeah. Just well they
1: go wherever you
2: go. Are assholes and they're not going anywhere.
0: It is a yeah. lot like Boston so far yeah, in terms of how uh, unhappy, generally and...
2: miserable everyone is. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's interesting. It's pretty great.
1: <laughs> so the point is, is yeah. um,
2: I mean we're honest about it. We don't think we're great. We we are we're, we're pretty sure we're. It's shit, definitely more humble. But than you're Boston. not allowed to say we're shit.
0: Oh right, I didn't.
2: Yeah, yeah. Or did I? I don't know. No, I mean you're right. Oh, good! But don't you fucking say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to have real life Conrad uh, physically threatening me. He's pretty muscular. I don't know if you knew that. What? He
1: looks pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he does. He looks strong. Uh, and I'm sorry, Jim. We derailed you.
1: Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. And that's given me enough time to put out a few more contacts. So I've actually got some people who hold barbecues under a bridge coming as well. Okay. So I'm leading. So we've got the we've got the toughest criminal nuts. That I could find wandering around the street asking if they're hard. Um, I've been wandering around town just saying, are you hard? Do you want to come try it with us? Then come to this date on this time and and we'll melt you up for parts. People? We're going to melt people? (laughs) Anyway, they've all turned up. They are super excited. Obviously. I mean, how could they refuse? What? We've given them bottles of water bottles of water to keep them hydrated in in the baking sun uh, while Jonathan you get dressed we we take off all your clothes, Jonathan okay? uh. we put on some jean shorts Jonathan really uh. short jean shorts like really short okay we pull a, a mesh tank top on over your head uh. okay. Dunk you in a lowrider, turn the stereo up on that bastard. So it's going, duh, 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 duh. and we'll turn it on like slow as we ride into the park and the car's bouncing up and down and it's duh, 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 duh. Conrad's actually duh, bouncing duh, duh, up and down duh, duh, duh. slightly. That's how enthusiastic he is. yeah, yeah, <laughs> duh, duh, duh. it's Usher's Yeah Jonathan to celebrate. You're a rival in Philadelphia, Philadelphia's hardest member, the hardest of hardcore members. Freaky Constantina, the party beast. It's great. We've got hustlers and gangsters and robbers and river people and bridge barbecuers. They're all gathered around the car. They're, they're like they've got wads, wads of cash in their hands and they're just waving their fists up and down. Like they're in the background of a Street Fighter Two arena, they're cheering and whooping and hollering. Conrad comes out wearing a purple fur coat Mm -hmm. and a big wide-brimmed hat with a big feather in it, and shutter shades. And he's got um, baseball cards on a bicycle frame, and he's just—he is spinning. The bicycle's upside down, and he's spinning that wheel so it's going (laughs) like that. And he's all like, call me Baseball Jones, cause I got a baseball card bike. And and Baseball Jones is a nickname for um Philadelphia's second hardest member. Oh. Cool Hotsman. That's who Conrad's gonna be. Cool Hotsman.
2: How you doing? I'm Cool Hotsman.
1: They call me Cool Hotsman, cause I'm Hotsman. Uh, uh... day. Da. Da da, uh. da 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 da! Oh, party dog time! That's when I come out with a, in a skin tight <laughs> spandex body suit with a dog's head, like a like a one of those fur suits, but like just the head of a dog, and I'm party dog taffy.
0: Like a real dog?
1: Like it's as realistic a dog's looking head as we could get, like really realistic with glassy eyes. It almost looks like... I mean, it's about the size of a child because it's got a fit on my head, but it looks like a big, oversized taxidermist's dog's head.
0: Wow. So it's like a realistic... The first realistic fursuit, I think.
1: With It's got like a, a rubbery tongue that hangs out the sides and wobbles Ugh. about. And I spray it with oils to keep it moist. Oh. <laughs> and it's Party Dog Taffy, named so because not only am I a party dog... But I've got Laffy Taffy that I'm just hurling at you, Jonathan, while you get on top of the bonnet of the Lowrider with your arms above your head, sort of crossed a bit, and you do that swayy hip dance uh. as you sort of crouch down and get back up. Uh. Da, 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 da. Freaky Constantina! <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
0: oh. <laughs> so, Cool Hotsman, y- yep. y- you're the party dog?
1: What's your name again? I'm Party Dog Taffy, Party and Dog I've taffy. got like handfuls of lappy taffy um, that I've unwrapped, and I'm just like hurling uh, them at you. Be careful because uh, some of them will have wadded up to form like a big taffy snowball, and I'm throwing <laughs> them at you. And. And you're just People working have... it. I mean, you're oh, just love it.
2: working it. You've got your arms crossed above your head and you're doing that snake shimmy move. It <laughs> takes it all the way down until your ass touches your heels Conrad's and back doing up it. again. He's yeah. Doing yeah. A, yeah. You know, making eye contact uh-huh. while he's doing it. It's gonna and be while Lushy's
1: Air is playing, you're actually <laughs> singing as loudly as you can. Uh, Britney Spears is Slave For You. <laughs> so it's going da 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 and you're all, armor am for you. Like that. Wow, so I'm... Do I'm, it now. I'm doing a... Ma- S- me- sing, slave for, sing Slave for you now. Me? Yeah, do it now, Jonathan. Sorry, sorry, Constantino. <laughs> uh,
0: so we're at a standstill. Okay. I'm a slave for you. Something's got to hide it. I don't want to fight it. Slave for you. What a big dilemma. I'm a big fat fella.
1: Slim.
0: I don't know. I don't know how it goes. Freaky
1: Constantina is a big fat fella. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, and everyone will like just look at you and scream big wolf noises at you. Ooh, some people have like got some bottles of Fanta and they fizz that up and they've undone it, and they're squirting you with it, squeezing the bottle, just everyone staring at you going, Ooh! (laughs) Handfuls of taffy being lobbed at the car, so they're bouncing off the bonnet all around you, making firecracker noises. It'll simulate fireworks with all the great taffy colours and noises. At that point, when they're at fever pitch, Conrad, as Coles Hutzman says... (laughs) Show me that green, if you know what I mean. At which point, Party Dog Taffy brings out some giant plastic bags and says, You heard the man! Get recycling! (laughs) And then they all scatter around with those big sticks with knives on the end, stabbing at the garbage on the ground and putting them into bags.
2: Because we're and, good citizens. And, I mean, yeah. it, it was know, all it's, it's employed to,
0: to, to, to.
1: Freaky better... Constantina, Philadelphia's coolest recycling commercial. <laughs> like Freaky if you, Constantina, we could wants party you to show that grain.
2: Freaky can party. We can get down, but we can also clean up when we're done. We get down, and then we clean up the mess we made. We may made. have caught we the didn't...
1: party bug, but we're not litter bugs.
0: <laughs> it's not it's not a cool thing
1: we did it's not we have we, a good time <laughs> clean the park that's what we're saying they are going to be so hopped up on street drugs and booze
0: so so by drugging the populace we clean up by by dirtying their biochemistry Dirty the
1: bloodstream clean up the streets
0: so if everyone is just intoxicated on street drugs and alcohol.
1: Yeah, Fanta and pezzes. Pez,
0: that's the way to get them to do the right thing. Is this a sequel to Do the Right Thing in a way? Spike Lee's joint, the film? Yeah,
1: this is Do the Freaky Thing. Oh, <laughs> that's such,
0: such a straight-to-DVD title for sure. That is a real, a real sequel that was made to be disrespected and, and not appreciated.
1: Did you drop your vanilla coke can on the floor? Freaky Constantino says, Pick that shit up!
0: That was Party Dog Taffy spe- speaking.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. While well, well, well Cole's Hotsman is yelling, Show that green! Show that green! Yeah, 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 yeah! Get recycled! <laughs>
0: Oh, it's so anticlimactic. You really sell me on it for a second. Like, I didn't want to admit it, but I was like, wow, this actually, there's a there's an audience for this one. For 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 this time, I have to admit, some people would really like this. Sure, be hustlers so and
2: gangsters.
1: Yeah.
0: Ne'er-do-wells. I, I, walking down here.
1: 30,000 hardcore members.
0: I have a picture of it. No, it's on my phone. Uh, on my, I walked over to Conrad's. I walked across the streets of Philadelphia to get a real taste for it so it was about an hour walk and there was a a procession it's good friday today i think so someone dressed like jesus and covered their face in blood and was carrying a, a cross slowly behind a truck that had like three people playing an acoustic guitar one three people one guitar singing like it's pain for you.
2: And that's just it's Friday. Pain.
0: I was gonna it's say. Night. I was gonna say, and then there was guitarist, like shirtless guitarists, behind him playing a different this song. This is real. Yeah, people I, are
1: wandering around the street like this, dressed as. James I will yeah. send. I will like
0: send you the picture. Yeah, yeah. I don't.
1: Uh, I've this, got an idea, John. This is why I just don't. <laughs>
2: I don't understand your resistance or objections
0: yeah, the police to any of our ideas. It, like, oh, yeah, this seems good.
2: They, they, yeah. I think
1: we should synergize the ideas. No. I think Why do time, I talk? I, I no. think we should find the person walking around the streets with a cross dressed as Jesus with an acoustic band. I think it, to complement it, we should get you, Jonathan, liquored up, painted red. We put a wine bottle in your hand in a brown paper bag and you just drunkenly follow them. Painted red with horns, dressed like fucking Satan, (laughs) belligerently, drunkenly haranguing them. Just fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off, this is my bit of street. Go find your own bit of street.
0: But the thing is, this guy had. This Jesus guy probably had 50 people or more just around him, supporting him for some reason.
1: Well, you'll have me and Conrad backing you up.
0: That's right. We'll He's be right blocking there for traffic. you. traffic, the, the pickup truck. We'll
1: back a- you up dressed as Flotsam and Jetsam <laughs> from The Little Mermaid.
0: <laughs> so, it's a very different sized uh, posse. It's just two guys dressed as uh Oh should just start, to start out. Fish. But
2: but Jesus didn't start out with thirteen guys following him,
0: right? That's it took true. some time. And Satan, who I am, also didn't
1: exactly uh, he was You'll tempt him like he did in the desert. You'll like walk up to him, you'll put your arm around his shoulder and say, Here, have some wine. Go on. A little <laughs> a little
0: tipple before noon won't hurt uh, yeah. Well, it probably goes without saying, but this would go really go over really poorly with these highly devout Christians. They're so Christian that... Jesus,
1: (laughs) I'll give you a hundred bucks to sleep with my wife.
0: (laughs) It's really really not what they want. 150
1: bucks if you let me watch and call me daddy. (laughs) This
0: would be very offensive. They would be very uh, scared, hurt, angry. That's one thing you didn't know about
1: your old boy Lucifer is he's deeply into cuckoldry. (laughs) Come on to come on, Jesus. You've been stranded in the Philadelphia desert for fifty days. Why don't you uh take a fistful? Take a fistful of dollars and come back to my hotel room and uh if you wanted to reach down and touch it, I uh <sighs> but no.
0: This is me talking but no. This is <laughs> right. This is the kind of kind of stuff you're hoping I can say to a, to a, a stranger. Who's
1: probably I'll be honest with you, Jesus, your old pal Satan is not going going through the best of times right now, is it a <laughs> slow patch? Uh, you know, if you were to just uh, if you were to just, just just entertain the idea she's she's going begging for it. I can't satisfy her, Jesus. I can't I can't satisfy her.
2: I just don't understand your
1: resistance. Uh, I just don't get it. Yeah, it's
0: it's so so many of my uh points of contention boil down to me not wanting to make my life or the lives of others worse like it's the opposite of what i've generally tried to do i've made some mistakes i've you know written about video games in a way that has really bothered people sometimes and i feel badly that people were bothered that was never my intention i was just trying to share some ideas so we could have a conversation about pokemon and smash brothers and But
2: in in what way is this making anybody's life worse? Well, the Jesus guy
1: hates the devil. You don't know that? I'm pretty sure. Have you talked to him? Jesus loves everyone. Right. Even the devil. Ah, so, I mean, sure. If this was the Jesus. The devil can't comprehend love. That's why the devil is so deep into cuckoldry. (laughs) Uh, and I, not that... that I'm saying that—that's what people who are into cockology do. I'm just saying the devil processes things in a very unhealthy way, Jonathan. Sure.
0: that makes sense. I've—I've I've watched uh, the anime Devil Devilman Crybaby. Have you seen that? It's pretty touching. Uh, no,
1: I've heard of it, but yeah. but I imagine we could recreate it if you were to just break down, sobbing at <laughs> Jesus's feet, saying, "Oh God, the things—the things I don't tell anyone, don't tell no one. But I've got wife runs full of cheese." so
0: so just me being a human being that decided to pay tribute to the devil so they don't think i'm actually lucifer or satan or anything they think i'm a guy who loves evil and then dressed up as an embodiment of evil to go bother who they see as an embodiment of good jesus h christ i'd
1: love to dress up like the devil You would, yeah,
0: sure. From you. I would
1: love to. I tell you what I would love to do. I would love it if you were in a shed, Jonathan, with a big window in it so everyone could look. And I was dressed up like the devil on top of the shed roof and there was a chimney that led straight into through a sluice gate that sort of landed in the one bed that's in the shed. I would love to just like pull down my little red tights Um, adjust my horns so they look really nice and then nestle my ass over the chimney and do a massive shit down it so that the shit slaloms down and joins you in the shed and then I loudly shout I needed a shit at all so that everyone can enjoy the fact that not only did the devil um, shit in your bed Jonathan the devil also really needed it so he got two layers of satisfaction
0: because you were uncomfortable you had uh, gastrointestinal <laughs> yes, distress and you i got to...
1: relief doing that.
0: but you could have just defecated on the roof which also would have been a, a rude prank uh, uh, a real um you would have really juiced me you could say at that point but instead you wanted to actually get the feces on on my person on me that's what a you a bit wanted. of
1: splashback <laughs> Just so that the audience could be delighted. Because they've already seen someone shitting on your roof, Jonathan. They have? I I did that last week, (laughs) yeah. I haven't shown you the YouTube videos yet. But but they've got, like, 500 hits, so we're really getting your name out there among the masses. Where I dressed up like the devil, I took a big dump on the roof of your house and yelled, I needed a shit no! And everyone loved it, because they were like, God, I love the way he shits on people's roofs, and I also love the fact that he really needed to do that shit. So good on him. But, you know, now, gotta escalate. Gotta take oh, it to yeah, the next step. Yeah. The next
0: level, yeah.
1: So... The next level is... Me dumping on your head via shed chimney.
0: Because I'm in a shed this time. You like the idea of me being in a shed. You started that last sentence by, you know what? I love the idea of you being in a shed. That's never... How many times has that gone well for the person who's heard that? Like you you meet a stranger at a party. You know, we've only just met. But I'm just... I love the idea of thinking about you in a shed. You know where I see you, my friend? I see you in a shed. (laughs) That never... That never goes well for the person who. The me.
1: garage is full of parts, Jonathan. The garage is full of parts.
2: I have this shed out back that should be just perfect. Can I
1: just be in a house? Can ideally, I just be in Jonathan. A, a warm, comfortable. Ideally, Jonathan. Room? I would have you living full time in a shed. I wouldn't even want you to leave the shed. I would like, and I wouldn't do this to you, Jonathan. I'm just saying what I would like, and if you were any sort of friend. If you were any sort of real stand-up man, right? If you were an actual good neighbour, if you were an actual Samaritan, you'd let this happen. But I would love to have you in a shed with the door padlocked and a big window for everyone to look inside.
2: I mean, the man asks for so little.
1: It's kind of a
0: lot, actually, for me to be locked in a shed.
1: I'd like a little slot. I'd like a slot in the shed so I can pass seeds through for you to eat. That's, that's I mean, here he's offering you get.
2: food, he's offering you shelter, he seems oh, to yeah. be offering you a very good life. Uh,
1: I'll, <laughs> I'll, squirt, I'll squirt a water gun through the through the, the slot, and then you can lap that up.
2: No, water, before. boom! Maslow's hierarchy met.
1: You'll never have to worry about work again, because you'll be a full-time shedsman. <laughs> that again. Uh, so... You know, I, I'm trying to
0: help with this show. I'm trying to make it a good show, not for me. You know, it doesn't matter to me, but for for the the listeners, for for you and for Conrad. So I, I I'm trying to figure out what I can contribute. Well, you could just give some good shed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're not
2: asking for a lot here. <laughs> what are the what are
0: the
1: Jonathan? Things? Yeah, Jonathan, would you like it? <laughs> if on the roof of the shed there was a porthole, like a thick glass porthole. And every now and then, the porthole went dark. And then when it went dark, you'd know that my ass has covered it up. I don't... And you can look up, and there'll be like a big spotlight in the shed, shining upwards, so you can look up at the porthole and see lit up, my ass ring pressed close up against the porthole, so that you can watch it dilate, and then poo come out.
0: (laughs) No. I mean, I watched my dog... Poop, poop. Sometimes, and it's it's like one of those you can't turn away, but you don't really want to just stare and look at it either because it's not doing you good. It's traumatizing you a little because you have to think about uh, the 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 nature of things, and it just doesn't put you in a good place. Uh, so even that bothers me a little watching cats and dogs poop. My my longtime friend, <laughs> who I've shared many a conversation. To have that level of, um, I think they call that degrading intimacy, where you're being damaged, but are also being made to be close to the person who is um, traumatizing and harming you. Uh, this is definitely not, definitely not what I'm seeking. It's definitely all right, um, all right, all
1: right, all right. I'll meet you halfway. Oh, how about <laughs> n- not at all? How about zero? Uh, Learn to compromise Grow up (laughs) Grow up while I'm talking about Shitting through a porthole for you Right Here's here's how I meet you halfway After I've like Engulfed the porthole with my Vast ass And done a big shit that you can see close up Right What if after that you saw fingers Frantically almost nervously But like frantically hurriedly Scratching the poo away from the porthole to make, like, just a big enough hole for me to then press my eye to the glass and stare at you.
0: <laughs> how, 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 how is that... Half, what is that halfway to? What is that... Where are we going? Well,
1: where, where well did... here's where the compromise comes in. The porthole will, will have curvature to the lens of it, so that everything's magnified. So you see the anus big. But... As compromise, you see the eyeball staring at you also big. So not only did you so
0: you didn't just so I'm clear, and I hate to shout, I'm gonna try to calm down. So you didn't poop on me, you just pooped on the porthole and it didn't come out.
1: Yeah. And the and the porthole was magnified so you could see it big. So <laughs> right. that then when my eyeball is staring at you, you've got a massive porthole sized eye staring at you through a ring of shit. It's really... You realize this is a political satire that I'm doing? No, I did not realize... Yeah, 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 this whole thing's about the Mueller report.
2: (laughs) Well, come on, man. Like, uh, the the parallels are so obvious. I I mean, I didn't want to, like, say anything, but it was kind of on the nose, Jim.
0: It was a little too
1: obvious? Uh, It was a little... It was a bit of a sledgehammer, but in these trying times, sometimes you need a megaphone, not a scalpel. Well,
2: clearly the message isn't getting through to everyone. Yeah,
1: not yeah. me. Once you work out that the shed is Russia, then everything falls it's just into click, place. Click, 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 click. All right, the shed's Russia. Ah, now I know why the the eyeball has to look so big.
2: <laughs> it's all connected, man.
0: So I was. Uh... Before we started the show, I was like, what can I add to the show? How can I help this be a good show? I thought people might be interested in hearing about these genuine celebrity connections I've had that they didn't expect. You both seemed a little entertained when I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I jumped on Chris yeah. Evans' trampoline. And a lot I,
1: of people can't tell if they're real stories. Or no, that. those
0: are all real. Um, I, I, I'm not the kind of guy who goes out of his way to brag about these kinds of things. It's just it comes up on the yeah. podcast because... The idea of the podcast. Not like
1: Dustin fucking Diamond. Oh, I've got Doug McClure's autograph. Fuck off, Dustin.
0: <laughs> Who's Doug? Did you see that commercial Dustin Diamond did for, um, like, getting your driver's license?
2: Auto insurance. Auto
0: insurance, yeah. Wow. He's is troubling to watch. Um, and
2: yet I'm comforted that someone is still paying yeah, him to do something. Yeah, I was something.
0: really hopeful that they were paying him okay, but also, like, saddened to see him do that. He actually says Dustin Diamond here at at one point, like how, you know, people with cult followings like us often have to say. But anyway, I was thinking I should talk about the time I went on a date with Bill Weld's daughter, Fran, because Bill Weld is running for president against Trump. And I would love to reconnect with Fran because she was a, a lovely person. Got along very well. Well, this
1: show's always been a, a lonely hearts column of a sort. So, put out a personal. Reconnect. Well,
0: no, no, no. I don't
1: want to. I'm a, a, get back together.
0: She, she she's happily married. So am I. It wouldn't be like that. But ah, um...
1: uh, come on. Do what do what Lou Reed ordered you to do, and take a walk on the wild side. Don't insult <laughs> Lou Reed's memory by taking a walk on the normal side.
0: It would be a direct insult to the dead Lou Reed. Yeah, he, he also
1: loves. did a song where he entered it by going na 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 over and over again. So eat some bananas while you do this. <laughs> Let's keep the legacy going, please. So this is yeah, it's for
0: Lou. The story is for Lou, I guess.
1: Yeah, we're all writing on the satellite of love, which is a <laughs> song he did. That's right. Good reference. I was at a, uh,
0: I think it's an ice cream place called Tuscanini's in Cambridge. And I just uh, somehow ended up talking to this young woman. We were both in our 20s, uh, blonde hair, about um, myself, I think. I don't know how this oh, happened. Oh,
2: God. That's always how you want to, That's start, how you any, want to start any yeah. conversation. But
0: it weirdly went somewhere. I think maybe she recognized me from Road Rules. I don't remember.
2: But I, Working
1: that celebrity mojo. I know. might.
0: I might have. I. I don't know. Uh. But I know she
1: went to MIT. Did you have your baseball cap on backwards? No. I. I, uh, I stopped doing that after a little while. That was, would have been a dead giveaway. <laughs> she'd have known.
2: Well, that's obviously he was trying to keep his profile down in public, which is why he wasn't wearing the. Well, hat. at that
1: point. Yeah, like like nowadays he'd kill for a bit of publicity, but uh, I, back then. No, uh, sure, okay. Well, I mean, yes. and, 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 no. and, and you want to be famous, yet, Jonathan? He might uh, yet
2: give him time.
1: We'll get him come around. You want to be famous so that you can get back in touch with who was it? Michael Cohen's sister.
0: <laughs> it's Bill Weld who is running against Trump as a Republican. He's uh, the first Republican that I've heard of. To run against a sitting president in a reelection campaign, 2020. Bill Weld, who was the governor of Massachusetts, of Boston. Fran uh, was living there in part for that reason, going to MIT. She was talking about how at MIT, there's either like jocks or there's like nerds, and she wants a mix of the two. And I'm like, I could try to be a mix of the two. I'm sort of, sort of uh, athletic. And I'm sort of a geek because I like video games. And she said, fine, let's go on a date. And I said, sure. And we saw the my, the Coen Brothers film. That's where Coen comes in. Um, the Man Who Wasn't There. Do you know that movie? Uh, it's Got not it? one of the ones I've seen. Billy Bob Thornton, black and white movie. The guy who starred in The Sopranos is in it as well. He's a scary James guy. Gandolfini. James Gandolfini is very scary in that movie. And I believe Scarlett Johansson. None of these people I've ever met in real life. No, Fran yet. Weld and I. And I didn't know she was Bill Weld's daughter at this point. She was just Fran from Tuscaninis. And uh, I was like, how was that date, Fran? She was like, not good. I was like, oh. So so the romance is over. She's like, yeah, it's definitely not going to work out romantically. I was like, oh, well, so long then. And you'd think that would be the end of it. But much to my surprise, a little while later, I had a birthday party and none of my friends wanted to come. For some reason, my friends just decided they did not like me that
1: year. You know a lot of arseholes.
0: I guess so. I'm still friends with these guys. But that year, I rubbed them the wrong way somehow. I don't, you know, every relationship has its Were uh, uh, ups Were you big timing them after downs, road rolls?
1: Oh, so, uh, ebbs and flows? Were you like, you're not fit enough to kiss my backwards baseball cap. <laughs> now I'm famous. Now I'm on that MTV track. <laughs>
0: That might have actually been it. They
1: were weirdly enough, hanging out. Wash my leg, you used to demand. (laughs) And they'd be like, but it hasn't even been cheesed. Wash my leg. It's a winner's leg.
0: These same friends were hanging out with the lead singer for Weezer, Rivers Cuomo, at that time, because he was going to Harvard, and they would never let me hang out with Rivers, even though I loved Weezer at the time. Because I think they were a little annoyed that I, like, they thought I was too big for my britches because I'd been on MTV and I would sometimes, like, acknowledge it. So they were like, we're not going to share our Rivers Cuomo basketball games and uh, early dinners. They were having dinner with
2: him early, pretty regularly because he had
1: to do his homework. Yeah, I know. We were were
2: talking earlier about the ability to, you know, like, actually see – the other person you are really bitter about this.
0: I really wanted to hang out with Rivers Cuomo and I was like, Hey next time. I mean you it's hang like I Rivers always Cuomo. say
1: the earlier the dinner, the bigger the dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was genuinely not because I wanted to get famous or anything. I just really liked Weezer songs. I wanted to meet the guy who wrote those songs and be like, Hey, those are great songs. But yeah, that uh but I was hanging out with Fran Weld until she said it's not gonna work out. Then I had this birthday party where none of my friends wanted to come. But you know who did come?
2: Rivers Cuomo.
0: Nope. Fran Weld. No. Fran Weld came to the party, and she bought me a fondue set, a melted cheese. Uh, I know, isn't <laughs> this is weird? Uh, <laughs> a, a melted cheese food. And I was like, this is so nice. I've never had fondue, Fran. She's like, I have it all the time in the governor's mansion. It's delicious. It's usually prepared for us by our, you know, uh, indentured servants. I'll tell you what, Jonathan. But, yeah?
1: I have had fondue, Fran, and fondue, Fran had me. <laughs> It was a summer romance,
0: <laughs> Fran. So, so I was thinking, you know, I'll do this. Uh, I'll talk about Fran Weld on the on the show. Maybe it'll get back to Fran. Fran will like hit us up on Facebook and be like, "Hey, I remember that. That was fun too." But now I'm just worried it's going to sink Bill Weld's career. Like, I'm so worried that people <laughs> are going to somehow connect Fran to Bill and blame Bill for this the moment show.
1: Trump gets hold of this story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've ruined... Cheesy cheesy Weld, he'll call him. Cheesy Weld's daughter <laughs> hanging out with a Philadelphia cheese fraud.
0: It would work to raise uh, the show's profile, because I do want the show to succeed.
1: Who is Fondue Fran? That would be the question. That's the new locker up. Plastered Who is all Fran?
2: over the cover of the Daily Star. <laughs> it's
0: only so funny, because it's really...
2: It's not impossible. Franny's fondue fraud.
0: <laughs> like weirder. If you, when you post this on, on the internet, if you have. Here's the bi- twist. Yep.
1: Yeah. I am fondue Fran.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I saw pictures of her. Colby I looked, Jackswell. <laughs> sorry. She doesn't look anything like you, Jim. She's aged a, a, a touch, but she's um, she's got long blonde hair. She writes Oh, I'm not
1: talking about her as Fondue Fran, I just really like saying Fondue Fran.
0: <laughs> so you are the new fondue. So I'm friend. gonna
1: yeah, I'm gonna like get a wig, get a curly wig, and, and melt cheese onto that and walk around in a gingham dress. Which I'll hitch up. And you can take me out for walks on a leash, because you said you you didn't want me to shit on a porthole, but you quite like watching your dog shit. So if I, like, I sit in a... If, I, if I'm on a leash and you hold it while I sort of squat down... See? And hitch up my petticoats compromise. and then take a dump in your yard. <laughs> it's compromise. All about compromise. I don't... Your best friend, me, doing the thing you love most. Shitting like a dog. <laughs> I...
0: What I was hoping was uh, to to talk with Fr- Fran Weld again.
2: and, and hoping... Oh, I'm sure that's going to happen now if she hears this. <laughs> it's
0: kind of unlikely. Yeah. Sorry, Fran. If not
1: her, some people representing her.
0: Yeah, someone will be unhappy about this if it gets back to her, which hopefully it will.
1: You told a lovely story. It was a heartwarming story about how she uh, brought Fondue into your life when Weezer couldn't. Well, the, the, the fact that she wasn't interested in uh, dating...
0: But still wanted to be friends and bought me a gift, like, with her own money. She didn't have to do that. It was it was something I still think about, Fran Weld. I think she wrote me uh, – she went to, like, Ohio after that and wrote me an email via hotmail.com. com. was like, I just wanted to keep in touch. Like, I could find a way to say hi to Fran Weld if I wanted to. And then maybe make my way to uh, the White House from there. If, if she was a real
1: friend, she'd have done what I'd be willing to do, which is to – Chew up a load of cream cheese in my mouth and then dribble it into your mouth and be a human fondue set. (laughs)
0: So, so so gross. So gross to think about. No.
1: Birds do it. Not with cheese, with worms, which is really (laughs) dirty. So I'm a step up from them. I'm really, I'm, I am not that far away from the White House,
0: from the Avengers film series. From Rivers Cuomo. You're cuspin'. I'm cuspin'. You're cuspin'. And yet, this is where this is where I'm landing. This is where I've landed.
2: Instead. In our bosom. <laughs> In Philadelphia. In our caring arms. <laughs> Here to, a, to guide you every step of the way it, on the path to success. It's a unique We're gonna story. We're going
0: to make you famous, Jonathan. I don't think so. I mean, I've come close a few times uh, without you it. didn't have us there to give you that extra push. I can't argue with that. You weren't there. And I, some would say I did better when you weren't. Some would say that maybe the reason I didn't do even better is because you weren't there.
2: That's you, right. Too. That's right. But don't worry. Uh, We're here now. You are here now. Yeah.
1: So, do you so feel much. more famous? Do you feel more famous, Jonathan, now uh, that we've we've done a little chat about the Olympics and talked about when, when you... Uh, Had a date. Feel more famous, John. Who was it? Roseanne Barr.
0: (laughs) Fran Weld. Fran Francis Weld. She was a. She was a good singer. Was she she on the Golden Girls? No, that was uh, B. Arthur. That was Betty White. You went on a date with B. Arthur. (laughs) No. B. Arthur
1: bought you a fondue set (laughs) while Weezer watched. (laughs) No. That's a scandal for the papers. B. Arthur buys fondue (laughs) set for road rules champion. Weasel watches.
0: That's not. So I feel like I've maybe worsened things for people a little. Like, okay, I feel like they, if Fran and Bill listen to
2: this later, so you've you're, you've done harm to people that you care about. You a feel a little bit. See, but one, one more time... step on the celebrity rung. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Bill Weld
0: wouldn't be who you know. Like I'd vote for him over Trump, but uh, he'd still probably not do the things for the environment you're getting political now jonathan a little bit and you gotta
1: you gotta be careful that's true because you've just talked about voting and you've just talked about trump and voting i I hate to say it i hate to say this but uh i feel like what you've done you've really stepped into it yeah you've gone and you've gone and opened up the hurt locker my friend (laughs) i don't know you've opened it so wide it's actually squeaking on its hinge it's a hingy. it's a squeaky hinge you you know the combination to the hurt locker and you opened that some you opened that but some good <laughs> <laughs> i don't uh
0: i don't i i don't think the thing i did that was bad was that this week i think bringing up fran probably was a mistake
1: Either way, there is a locker full of hurt, and you've opened it, my son.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, I can't claim against that. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll
1: tell you what. You you step inside that hurt locker, and you have a little sleep in there. We'll close the door and whisper through the little slots that are on it, like, good night, good night, sleep tight in the hurt locker. Not shed. Sleep tight. No, not a shed. And then we'll see you next week. I can't say no. Doesn't that sound good? Sounds yeah. Sounds like it's what's gonna happen. Good boy. Good boy for daddy. Tell me what the matter is.
2: Tell me what the matter is, tell me. Boston's Favorite Son was performed by Jim Sterling, Conrad Zimmerman, and Jonathan Off-Road Rules. Editing and production by Justin McDaniel. The intro music is Freak Out by Chainmail. Road Rules Northern Trail was an insipid show that shouldn't have happened.